Got Chris in the booth, got Omar too All the lucky listeners know we do it for you Not your common conversations, back with the new And we speaking the truth, like you need us to do Ain't not your common conversation Not your common conversation Not your common conversation all right, here we are. Uh, another installment of Not, Not Your, your common, common Conversation. conversation. One more time. Not, Not Your, your common, common Conversation. That's right. We're rocking it out. I'm here with my main man, Omar Henderson. Hey, And I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm Chris Downing, right? Yeah, you're Chris Downing. The real Chris exactly. Downing. Don't forget yourself. Uh, for those of you who are, who are on IG. Um, welcome back. Welcome back to... Um, to uh, what to, episode is this? Fourteen? I think this is fourteen. I think this is fourteen. 14. And they're lucky though. Yeah, and you lucky they, listeners you, got fourteen episodes. That's what I was trying to get out. You lucky <laughs> listeners. We can't do this without you, lucky listeners. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, Omar, we we I wanted to, I wanted to get this uh, recorded on the mic. We uh, oftentimes have these great conversations. Exactly. And and you told me right in the middle, stop. Yep. Want to save the energy for tomorrow for the podcast? Exactly. Don't want to rehash it and have to regenerate and all that stuff. There's something about having the conversation in the moment yep. that brings up the emotion, the uh, the the information, you know, all of that. That energy that swells up when yeah. you're having it in the moment. So, Sometimes it's hard to recall. Sometimes, exactly. So, so <laughs> or in the same way that you had it over the phone. You know, you'll say we'll say something profound, right? You know, yesterday, and remember, what is it that I said? Yeah, or what was it that you said? You know? uh, absolutely, like I'm about to ask you now. What was it that we were talking about? <laughs> so, anyway, what we were talking about was, well, I paraphrase it into one word, which is polarization. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> but actually, more more specifically, you were talking about judgment and generalization um, when we have a tendency as human beings. To see other human beings, and based on that appearance, we have a whole story yeah. about that human being. And so, if they're if they're uh, distinguished as a particular race, we have a story about that. If they're distinguished as wearing a particular type of clothing, we have a story about that. I mean, some of it's obvious. I mean, you know, if you see a guy in dingy overalls, chances are he's doing construction. All right, so or as a street person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what happens, to your point, that's oftentimes what happens in social media and on the internet. <clears throat> and we often, you know, we, listen, I'll speak for myself. I get up at, you know, oftentimes early in the morning. Uh, uh, I'm embarrassed to say 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm, you know, in the bed with the covers on me and I'm on, you know, IG, I'm on Facebook, I'm on all these different platforms, which, you know, goes down a rabbit hole hour and a half later. I'm like, damn, I can't get that time back. But my, my bigger point is that you you look, you see something on the internet on these platforms and people people showing showing up their best ways posing um curated uh information and we oftentimes think that's who they are and and you see them in real life or meet them in real life no that's that was just an appearance that was something they were trying they were trying to you know and so we but we live into it and so we even do that with our neighbors, I think we do it with people at work. We do it. We we look at somebody. I mean, this is how I believe prejudice, racism, 
uh, all casteism, um, you know, oh, they're smart, and, and we put the, oh, their country and 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 you know so that for therefore they can't be jazz you know people can't you know be more than one one thing you know and and we we you know we live in a uh, multi-dimensional universe but somehow we look at things very one way very flat one or two dimensional and i mean if you were to really um go into the spirit world and I don't want to get too deep you know that some could say that's five dimensional seven dimensional I don't I don't know but but it's certainly more than what meets the eye and so we can't you can't just sort of look at something and say that's it mm. it's cold okay got it the old so saying you, you can't you, judge a book by its cover you can't judge a book by its cover understood understood so you said a mouthful right there yeah <laughs> And there were quite a few things about which I wanted As to I respond, but do. also wanted you to finish um, finish your point. Oh my God! Now, what are they, Gee? <clears throat> um, hmm. You mean the points of finish my point of 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 seeing things on platforms, or or I'm um, trying to not, no draw your point memory. your point of how we cast you know the judgment, the story, all of that. Uh, and this is the other side of that conversation right? without actually exploring or having the conversation or finding out more about this particular person or this particular subject. Some people yeah. do, but I think for the most part, you know, we tend to um, judge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we stick with those judgments. And, you know, at some point I want to talk about uh, the upcoming uh, presidential election and how this way of being with all of us is going to show up in that election. It's weird, man, because we see these people and we know they're uh they've gotten um pardon my my French, but their shit stinks like all 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 our shit stinks. But we start putting this thing on them like, "Oh, you know, uh, you're you're not it's almost like they're not human because they're the president or or because they're your preacher or because they're pastor or whatever. They're also human. And they screw up just like all humans screw up. We're all flawed. But I feel like we don't have a real conversation. Like it's not a real one. We got these two people, these two parties. And we got to decide that's 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 the that's what we're given. That's the that's the. Yeah. Those are the choices we have to make, yeah. and and we know how flawed the two of them. I mean, one they're both um, elderly people. One's stinky, and the other one's stanky. Is that right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Oh, one yeah, stinky yeah, and yeah. one stanky. Yeah, exactly. and, and so they both smell. <laughs> and and so but, but I mean, and so it's like, come on, guys, and and we sit there, and and they the, the, both parties go back and forth throwing hurling rocks at each other. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. And, and, and the people who support either party are unwilling to listen because they have these fixed opinions and this fixed way of being towards the opposition. And so regardless of what is brought out, what nuggets of gold or, or what light is shined on anything, you know, they will stick with that particular whatever side they choose to be on. And even Pri worse, go ahead, I'm sorry. Because, <clears throat> because I, I think, and I could be wrong, 
Because they don't want to look bad by having made a wrong choice. Right. And they want to win because there's something for them. That's what your friend and, and Phil always says. They want to win. They want to win. And, and <laughs> I know, which is at any stake, by any means necessary. And, right. and they don't seem to have anybody's interest in mind but their own. That's the name of the game. You know, it's interesting because right now, so we live in the area of Washington, D.C. And uh, the basketball team and the hockey team are ready to they want to move out to a neighboring suburb. So they want to move out of the city into a neighboring suburb. Right. Right. And big, so, big, big deal in the local news. Exactly. In the DMV. Exactly. Exactly. So the owners that be, the powers that be, want to go to the capital city of Virginia and uh, I will say enroll the, uh, the Congress and the state Senate into uh, buying into this, right? Right. But then somebody brought up a very good question. What about the locals? Who have to deal with the traffic of construction, number one, yeah. and then the traffic of the games and the noise and the rabble rousing and, you know, possibly whatever comes up out of that. And that. So what's interesting. So here's my point is <clears throat> what I'm getting at. So the con- the members of the state Congress supposedly represent these neighborhoods. Right. Right. Supposedly represent. But then the ones in the state Congress have passed a bill that said, yeah, go ahead and build it. Now it's up to the state Senate. So the Congress members are representing these same people who are like, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm getting back to your point. Do no, they ahead. really hear the people that they represent? Are they really hearing and representing these people? Or are they just making a decision after they get elected? Well, I think it's hard to do. I mean, here's the thing. And, and see the thing, and how does that get back to our point is this goes on, and then they turn around and want us to vote for them again. So then we're supposed to turn a blind eye and follow faithfully because we're a part of that party. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, and, and because we don't have much other choices. There aren't a lot of choices at yeah. the table. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's why they keep it these two parties. Because if it were m- multiple parties, it would be a lot different. But they keep it. I mean, the two parties really have an interest and only keeping the two parties because that means that they don't have it. It's like a, mon- uh, a monopoly, like, like you know, uh, AT&T and Verizon. You know, now enter uh, uh, T-Mobile or any other, things got to change. See, when you put a third in there, that's what makes it change. <laughs> no doubt. Or more, third or more. And so... And and they know that it's it's all self interest. They 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 get us. You know, it's a sad thing. I, I mean, politics is. I, I kind of almost don't even want to. I have no taste to even talk about it because this it's just ridiculous. Um, oh, it's go, disappointing. It's disappointing. But going back to your to the point, I think we're trying to make is that you can't judge a book by its cover, and we oftentimes do this. And I don't know, you know, what would elevate us to really take the time out and think. You know, here's the point. Here's what I was saying the other day. It's too easy to do that. But if you were to take patience like a neighbor, you could see, you know, I have neighbors and I see them coming in and out of the house several years, years. I've been in this place, you know, six, coming up on six years. And it's not until I engage and have a conversation. And it's exciting too, by the way, mm-hmm. because all what I might have. And it could be the smallest thing, the way they back out of their driveway, what time they come in the house, mm-hmm. going in and out the house, the colors. I can make a, the, the mind is amazing. I can make a whole story up, mm-hmm. series on, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then I meet them and we start to engage and talk. And all that possibly goes away. Mm-hmm. 
Like they start really to, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm this and I'm that and some things that we have in common. And so I start to look at them in the way closer and closer to myself. Mm-hmm. It becomes relatable. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be something if we, if we did that in the world? Like we were patient enough to get to understand people, people that might look different and might be on the opposing side that have more things in common with us than we ever imagined. And it could open up, it opens up a world. But we are, we tend to like teams. We like America against everybody else. We, we like, um, you know, we like to pick teams. And we're like, we're kids or something. It's made up. And so how about picking the team of humanity? Like what's best for humanity? And I hate to sound corny, but really like, what if, you know, you, you had the same interest for someone else as you had in yourself, for, for yourself? You looked at the person that cut you off, instead of getting pissed off and knowing that neither one of you, either one of you uh, own the road and you're sharing it with a lot of people and that person might have an emergency and, and the only thing they did was just cut you off, which, by the way, probably added a second, a half a second more. <laughs> I, I would, I would, and so I would change cut you off to uh, veered in the same lane you're in. Yeah. Because cut you off is a story. Sure, sure. It's not like it's, they cut you off from what? What did they actually cut you off from? Yeah, you're right. It's, That's, not like, it's not like you got IVs and shit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> connected they, to your house that are, you know, that are all no, that. All, no, or, no. or even the same lane, they, like you said, because because for for some reason we think the where we're driving is ours. ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's ours for that moment. It's our, it's our and lane. it's not exactly. But you're so and you're in the way of. We're my so lane. tunnel vision. We're so <laughs> tunnel vision thinking well, that. Yeah, we think about ourselves. So here's the oh, so that's really great. So if if you driving down the road are thinking about yourself, what do you expect I'm thinking about? Yourself, exactly. And so that's the well, that's that's the duel. That's the <laughs> that's the, exactly. That's the so when I turn the sword off, when I shift lanes, right? There's something that's in my way. There's something that's that's you all, know all either that. in my way or I need to get to. So yeah, but because it's. It's, we, we're all in that stage of us against them. Uh-huh. We they automatically go, they did that to fuck with me. Exactly. They don't know who you are. They, they're listening to a different station. Exactly. They have a whole nother world that they're into. Right. <coughs> and in most cases, excuse me, they aren't giving a fuck about what you're doing. Excuse my life. They well, don't care anything about what you're doing. Say, I don't know why I'm cursing so much. Your number one priority. Right. Now. And vice versa. <laughs> so why don't we cut each other a break and not be so into our worlds? Um, uh, the bigger picture is that not only humans share this world with other humans, but they share this world with other living things, other animals, seen and unseen. But for some reason, we don't care about anything but what we're into. Our babies, our job, our house, our our car, our this, our that. We are, you know, I'm 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 reading this book or listening to this book. Uh again, recommended by my, my wonderful therapist. Shout out to um um 
She 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 did. shout out to Dr. Becker because I love her. <laughs> I just love her so much. But she um, she recommended this book some years ago, and I just I just uh, picked it up again. It's called The Seat of the Soul. I recommend it to everyone. The Seat of the Soul. Um, I can't think of the author right now, but unbelievable. And he talks about he has he has uh, sections um, uh, split up into relationships, power. Um, uh, uh, addiction. Um, oh God! I mean, so he deals with a lot of different things that we deal with as human beings. So what? What? Give me like one um, snippet or something, something that you got from the book. Like share with us, like something you read impacted your life, you know? And bam, that's great. Yeah. I, let me see if I can recall. So, so. Um, the power thing. Okay. So there's a there's a there's a, a chapter on power. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a chapter and addiction, and he talks about um, sexual addiction. Mm-hmm. And he talks he talks about all addiction in general, mm-hmm. but he he points to sexual addiction. Um, he says one of the things when we when we want someone when we're looking for sex, we're actually looking for love. Okay. And so. Um, and and when an addiction, when we when we're di- dealing with addiction and we're falling prey to addiction, we're actually fall we're actually falling prey to being powerless. So we look for a crutch, something to to make us whole in that moment. Okay. And so what he really the book deals with our souls, like it really speaks to we're really spirits having a human experience. Yeah. And and he deals with the soul, the connection of our soul. Mm-hmm. Like when you're he says even when you're dealing with your addiction, you're really dealing with your soul, the inadequacies of your soul. Interesting. And so Interesting. yeah, yeah, he and so their thing when it, he he has you look at things completely different. Because we keep looking at things in this human experience, which is which is fine. But this human experience appeals to our egos. When you deal with things in a soul spiritual, you you deal. I now am a, am part of you, and you're part of me because it's less of a tangible thing. Yeah, we totally get, get it. Yeah, he and so he deals with our. We are not our car. You've mentioned this in the previous part. We are not our cars. Yeah, we are not our homes. We're not our children's. We're not our spouse. Right. But we keep taking it on. Not and it's not because it's less really sometimes about. Uh, care, uh, us caring about them and more about how they represent us. Oh, yeah, totally. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, because I had a conversation earlier today um, with, a young, with a young lady who uh, is in a relationship and she has a problem dealing with um, the children of her partner. Mm-hmm. And... Gary Zukoff, I'm sorry. Okay. Gary right. Zukoff. And... Um, what got cleared up was that her child, her partner's child treats her partner the way my friend would not treat an adult. Right. Right. So her basically, friend so treats basically, her partner, her, her, her partner's child treats her partner the way my friend, the one that I'm, that, that's in this relationship would not have treated her mother. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Her partner's child treats her partner. So this child treats their mother. Their mother. 
in a way unlike my friend would have treated her mother. In other words, she doesn't agree with how the child treats her, treats the ch- her uh, treats the mother. She doesn't agree with the how child. The child does it. It, no, my friend doesn't, doesn't agree, agree with how the child treats, treats her them. mother. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. But because... what we got to? Well, because that's a violation of her value. She would never treat a parent like this. Right. And so she expects other children to not treat parents that way. Right, right, right. She is, she's imposed Except, or <clears throat> yeah, trans kind of transposing herself on on another child. On and another yet child. and yet that child and mother, the way they communicate, everybody's fine with it. Except her. The, looking the from looking from not, the outside. Yeah, right, looking right, right, right. in from the outside. I mean, again, is that, disturbed by it. Yeah, cuz people people go to what their references are and and I guess I guess that's her reference. That is her reference. But has she? But it's also a value of hers too. Yeah, yeah. it's a reference and a value. But all she has to do is get into their world and out of her world for a second. Pardon yourself. This is not your different time, different right. relate, different right. people, and really get present to what their world is yeah. and why why they operate. I mean, good or bad. I'm not. You know, I'm not judging. But again, oftentimes people can only see from the lens of of their life, their life, their experience, and and, and yes, quite yes. naturally. Yeah. But let's try to be a little more giving, understanding, and not that you don't you don't put some of your own experiences into it, but you also have to also listen to the other person. I mean, this happens in relationships. Um, um, That's where it's most difficult. Yeah. So and people who are closest to you. Absolutely. Um, I, I I have a lot of different friends, uh, male and female. And oftentimes, every time I have to remind myself that each person is a different person. And, and don't be careful not to bring your last relationship or your last experiences <laughs> and references into this relationship. Because oftentimes you can, you can ruin it. And I'm talking any kind of relationship, your brother to brother. You know, uh, friend to friend, business partner, business partner. Like you really have to. Um, every every relationship deserves its own merit, its own space, its own time. Because everybody's different. It's a different time, and we evolve. Even with yourself, you've got to excuse yourself, or should I say, allow yourself the space to evolve. Like who I was five years ago is not exactly who I am now. Because I've been exposed exposure. Um, um, uh, I've I've had a chance to to look at myself differently. I'm a different person as I get older. Um, I've I've you know I've got more information. I've had more uh, sessions with my uh, there. You know I mean there are a number of variables that that have people grow. But oftentimes people um, deal with people as if as though you know when they were ki- when they were you know. 15 years old as brothers and sisters. And it's like, dude, I know you're my brother. I know you're my sister. But we've allowed each other to have grown over the time period. And, and share with me what you've learned and I'll share with you what I learned so that we can grow as people, as people who say they care and love one another. Yeah, you know, so there's a prerequisite to that. Okay. And that is forgiving ourselves. Forgiving ourselves. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Yeah. Allowing and forgiving ourselves. So this is interesting because hmm. um, when you go back to, uh, if you go to into like scripture and stuff like that, right, right. Um, God created. Oh my God! 
Here we go. So I'll give you the I'll give you from the Quranic reference. There are some similarities. But when God created Adam in the Bible in with the period, Quran. Quran Bible. Yeah. When God created Adam, according to Quranic law, lore or whatever, when God created Adam, the angels said, Are you going to create someone who's going to bring about confusion and mischief? <laughs> right. I swear to God, it's right. in the Quran. Right. All right. They were like they were like, whoa, wait a minute. No, what you're gonna do what? Because they knew the nature of man. They yeah. knew his the angels knew his nature. Yeah. Now, so, so 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 uh so parallel, you know, in the in the Christian world, man is known to be flawed. Right. Right? Right. All right. And in the Muslim world, the angels knew that the man was flawed. He's like, <clears throat> you know, He's mischievous, he's chaotic, he's confused, da, da, yeah. all this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Here's the here so all that's fine. He's a man. Right. Or she's a woman. But you know who has the hardest time admitting it? Who? Man. <laughs> right. Man doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. So he tries to hide it, and in trying to hide it, I'm sorry, but in trying to hide it, more of it shows up. Wow, that sounds like an election. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like an election. I mean, it's like, yeah, because you, you can't. So, so my point being is that in trying Lean to into hide it, it, in trying to hide it, man, us, yeah. we aren't forgiving ourselves for the fact that we are flawed. Oh God, that is that is so wonderful. And put. so we don't want, so we don't accept it from other people. We don't accept it from because yeah, it, we can't even forgive ourselves. It's, you, it. Thus, it's hard for us to take a compliment. Oh. Oh my God! It's like what? Oh yeah, we Take, start. We walk it back. No. Exactly. I know. I'm, exactly. It's like no, I'm Somebody not. Somebody says you you're a beautiful person, and your mind goes, yeah, but I got a hair that's out of place <laughs> right. behind my ear, right? You know that you don't see right now, but once you see it, you'll know that I'm not beautiful. We got a guilt complex. We won't. We won't bend into our our flaws. Yeah. Or we won't. I was telling someone I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine earlier today, and I said. She was saying how much she, um, through her challenges, um, um, she was actually—I think she was actually thanking me for you know just you know no you know uh, through our friendship, our relationship, uh, we have um, uh, um, been better people. Uh, um, um, uh, Working, understanding one another's flaws, right? Mm. And I was saying, and that's in, in, in the book. That's where we learn the most in our flaw, in our in our in our screw ups. Yeah, like, right. it, what if we could just literally lean in and 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 own our screw ups in the way that we own our victories? Mm. Because we learn through that. Like, give in, like. W walk around. Yes, I messed up, right. and here's what I'm I'm up to learning. Right, that's scary though. It's man. vulnerable. It's scary. It's scary. It's scary. It's it's also surrendering. Saying, if you want to be successful, you have to fail, and fail is kind of painful. Yeah, we perceive it as painful. We perceive it as. But yeah. God says I, somewhere in the Bible, since we're talking about the Bible uh, or, or the Quran, is that. It's a whole thing of like, you're going to mess up. There's a whole, and I forgot the, the, the quote, like we learn. This is where we learn things. You're going to, that's where I, it's so instructional. 
Like here's, listen, here's all you're going to screw up. So I'm going to give you some commandments to help you along the way. Just a little cheat sheet. Here's a cheat sheet so you won't, don't lie, God damn it. Don't kill. Don't kill. Don't Don't fuck with your neighbor's girl. Don't don't blasphemy. Here's a cheat sheet. Don't mess up. But we just, we throw it to the side. (laughs) I'm saying me included. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. That's because we want to be, well. You know, like at some point, a toddler, even a toddler, wants to declare their independence. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we get out of our you egos know, take to- us way so, past that. So the toddler wants to declare their independence by reaching for the glass that's on the countertop, mm-hmm. and they can drink from it by themselves. You know, right? All of a sudden, even though we, the parent, know that's really not that's not uh it's not the time yet it's not the time yet. <laughs> it's not the time right yet. you're not ready you're not ready you're not ready but they want to do it we want to and so now we're in a place i think society-wise where we're i mean that times a billion because we're out of control it's it's just it's just out of control we've taken this this whatever um, some, some, in some way, I wish AI would come and help us be better people. Uh, Don't take over. Just help us be better. Cause we have, you know, remind us of our, of our spirit selves, remind mm-hmm. us of, of give each other grace mm-hmm. and love and stop, you know, making each other guilty and feeling bad and, and discover the truth, like be, lean into the truth. The truth will set you free. Like own your truth. Don't don't make up little stuff. Just... So he, so here's a question that I have for you because this came up earlier in your conversation. But before I get there, I want to get into a comment because you said something about, you know, we all have um, different backgrounds, different flavors, and and you know that more than any time before, as far as I can tell, um, is showing up because you got the gender identity switchers, you know, yeah. and then you got people who um you know who are involved in same-sex relationships and then you know um i don't know those are the two major things right there and then you have uh you know a a i want to say a heightened recognition of all cultures that are non-white i mean if you, so here's it and, and mm-hmm. what i mean by that is like this the the population of Americans, um, I think African-Americans make up between 13 and 20 percent right. of the population right. in America, right? Yeah, yeah. But now you're seeing more and more TV shows and commercials <clears throat> with more and more African-American involvement. Now, there are some parts in the country where you can walk into a room and there are no black people. For, I, mean, for sure. I mean, as close as Ellicott City, because last week... I went to scope out a place that I'm going to be playing in, and I walked in there, and there was not a black soul in there. Right. And this is between D.C. and Baltimore. How did that make you feel? Uh, I was cool with it. Yeah. As long as they were happy, I was happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, it seemed to me like people went out of their way to be friendly and nice for some reason. Good good for the... For them and for you, exactly. So, um, I mean, you could have said, "Oh, this is not the place for me. I don't see any relations." Da, da, da. I, I could have. Uh, yeah, that's not who you are. Yeah, that's, the- <laughs> that's, not- yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, I my nickname is "We Are the World." So. Yeah, yeah, and we are the world. <laughs> God damn, what happened to that? <laughs> Speaking of, we um, are the world. What happened to that? Like, is that just it raised, silly? It, it, it well, it it raised well, like any other song. You know, it goes out of style, but it did raise. Eighty million dollars to feed 
people in Africa, but um, so the, <laughs> about that. <laughs> but uh, wait a minute. So 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 there was that point, you know, and and I think that um, uh, so there's that point. Yeah, there's all these different walks of lives, all these different da 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 that's happening with people, and so you're kind of like at no choice but to be accepting of what's so um and not have it mean anything about us personally uh, or not or even um i would dare say not to impose our values on on them but okay all right but then there was something else oh god uh right. there was something else that you that i wanted to oh here was my question okay so when you meet someone Okay. You, Chris Downey, you meet someone who, you know, <laughs> in the world is flawless. I love me. Let's just people. say, let's just say you walk into a room and Taylor Swift is right there. Woo! Taylor Swift. <laughs> you I'm, know what I'm saying? I got my, 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 my Swifty band <laughs> exactly. on. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead, go ahead. Make sure, you, make sure your hair is combed, your, uh, your teeth are brushed, all that stuff. All that. All right. You get to know her, and then you find out something about her that's completely vulnerable. When that comes up, how do you feel about that? Oh, that's great. I look, I look for those opportunities for Taylor Swift or anyone, for that matter, because that means there is a chance for us to move past what we might, I might perceive. Right. And I see a, I see a commonality or relatability, and. <clears throat> then it's like, wow, I, there's an opportunity to to know Taylor Swift past this facade of Taylor Swift because I know mm. she's a regular person like mm. like I am. I know that she's a fan of James Taylor, and so am I, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I love James Taylor. And, and so, Chris's number is. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And I'm, I mean, not here's the deal. It, it, this is the other thing. I think people have this, this uh, notion that if a man meets a woman or a woman meets a man, then it, there's got to be some kind of romance. Listen, I would respect, first of all, the first thing I would respect is Kelsey. Um, one, I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh, a fan, right. uh, a Kansas City fan. Right. Shout out to uh, Patrick Mahomes. And, and two, I respect their union and what they have as human beings. So I would never want to get on that. intruding on that. Right. And, 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 my, and my, her being here, the fact that she's a you know, cute white girl, and I'm a cute um, old black man, <laughs> handsome old black. I mean, it has really nothing. It has very little to do with the fact that we as humans could make a connection um, beyond anybody's notion of what um, humans uh, are supposed to be, man or woman, black or white, young or old. Like, we don't have to be confined to what those notions are. We are, we at that moment in any time, regardless of gender, age, color, can communicate because our, we have a common uh, understanding of being human, being spirits, sharing a human experience. So, yeah. So I, so I want to, I want to share an experience <coughs> of mine, not with Taylor Swift, but in general. Oh, okay. And then I want to pose the question to our lucky listeners. So, um, so I have come to embrace <clears throat> vulnerability on on many levels, not not yeah, all. Yeah. And 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 you know that that's a, a that's flaw a, in that's a flaw that I have because it's a not wonderful flaw. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. <laughs> but the point. Let's what, make what, it a What wonderful. used to happen was when I got to witness a person's vulnerability. Yeah. I all of a sudden felt guilty and responsible. Wow. I know that's it, a trip. I know. <laughs> what? I, a, what? A, so like I needed to protect them. 
in some way. How'd that work out? I needed to protect super I needed to protect the image that they had projected. Like I needed to protect it. Okay. It's weird. Okay. It's weird. Okay, but but you but you recognize so so I ask, you know, you of all our lucky listeners, when you actually witness someone else's vulnerability, what immediately comes up for you? What what's right there in your heart, in your mind? Do you feel like you've got them trapped? Do you feel like you're more uh, superior? You're at e- yeah. Do you feel superior or do you feel at ease with that person? Or do you feel subservient to that person because you don't want their public enemy all of a sudden, not, not enemy, public image all of a sudden to be diminished? What's your experience of being with someone else's vulnerability? Like if somebody, and, I tell you, if I can interrupt, there was something I learned. There was a friend of mine who's, grandmother, I was in my 20s, late 20s, and their grandmother died. They're from New Orleans. And New Orleans has a ritual of, with death and that kind of thing. I I don't think I had been to New Orleans at that time. but So I didn't, I didn't understand the whole thing of it. Um, uh, but it meant a lot to her and, and going through the ritual. For me at that time was like, okay, death is something – None of us get out alive. Death is something that happens to all of us. And and not, you know, I, I wasn't cold in the moment. She she felt that was. I, I, I felt like she felt like I didn't prolong the ritual long enough, you know, after a week. I was like, oh. But for her, and, and not just people from New Orleans. I mean, people, people, I mean, it's, you know, the person that, the fact that a person no longer uh, physically exists for them is hard to deal with. And I understand that, um, but I, you know, it was like, it was almost like she wanted to be, you know, I, I don't know what it was for her. I mean, I, to be quite honest, but I knew, I know that I didn't feel, uh, I guess, consoling enough, or I didn't feel um, present enough mm. um, to her and uh, and what she was uh, feeling and and going through, uh, and so. Um, hmm. That 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 always stuck in my mind, but but I know from you know so so to so your that was that was a vulnerable point for her. That was a vulnerable point for for her. Now something comes up that it's very hard when people, uh, you know, go through death and that kind of thing. Like I pro- and even I'm probably even now it's like, okay, they're they're dead and that's fine, you know what I mean. But for them, and I understand. Don't get me wrong. I understand, like, because I've, de- I've, you know, I've had people die in my life. Um, my father died. Uh, um, there are friends of mine that died. Yeah. But I don't, and I've, you know, been close to death. But I don't process it like a, a sad. It's almost like, oh, well, they get to go to the, to the they get to they go to the, the party. <laughs> what do you, 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 yeah, what, I mean. I I get just sad that they're not going to be here, but for me, that's a little selfish. It's like let go, mm. let people let go, let them move on and go through transition in their in their movement. There's nothing to hold on to. You experienced that that experience, human experience that you had with them was just that a human experience. It's not. It doesn't mean in my mind that it's over. You might connect with them spiritually, you know, another plane. But I I, I don't get the. The you know, and I'm I'm better even now. Like I'm okay with letting go with things. Mm. Like I I I'm just let go. Like it's a natural. It's almost like having a, a a flower or a leaf that wants to grow, 
and and you just keep holding on to it because you don't want it to to go anywhere but in your hands but it's got to go mm-hmm. or bird or butterfly mm-hmm. it's got to move past you mm-hmm. so understand that all the stuff that we're in right now whatever it is is temporary mm-hmm. this is a temporary situation we're in mm-hmm. whether you're here 30 40 50 80 years whatever it's None of us get out alive. This is a temporary experience. What you should focus on is what your experience is all about while you're here. Mm. That's why you should keep it precious. Like we're letting days and times go by and not talking to each other and, and burying our heads in our phones like I sometimes do and all that. And that's lifeless. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's interesting because I'm sure each of uh, us and those anything. of you who are watching and listening, right. you know, here's another question. What is it? around what are you polarized? What are you polarized around that you are unwilling to have a conversation with another person from another poll about? Uh, you know, I, and would you be willing to, to risk being vulnerable enough to go out there and have that conversation? You know, that one conversation that I have with, you know, whomever that I don't agree with <clears throat> could begin to create a domino effect. So, yeah, it may not happen in our lifetime, but, you know, taking that step today would make a huge difference 100 years from now uh, for your descendants and your wow. descendants, descendants, and all that stuff. Listen, I'm not here to preach. I'm just here to ask the question. <laughs> Great stuff. What would it be like if, you know, <laughs> if you just kind of took made that move? Uh, you know, the where we're headed right now um, – and, you know, I, I can't even pass the judgment that says we're headed for doom because right. I, I don't really know what the future holds. True, you know? my, true, <clears> true. It's funny because one of my father's quotes was, uh, uh, the calm came before the storm. Uh, the storm is just a part of life. You know, at one point there were dinosaurs and then there were mammals and cavemen and everything was cold. So when the dinosaurs were here, everything was hot. And then the cave. When the caveman and uh, the mammals come, everything was cold. And then here we are today, driving around in Porsches. <laughs> right, right. Electric cars. <laughs> Electric cars. What are you, you know? complaining about? Exactly. <laughs> Things, con- change is a constant. Change so, change. so there's embracing that, embracing the fact that, you know, we have different uh, points of view, different opinions. And then there's the opportunity of having conversations. Listen, we're not going to beat the other person into submission to win victory over the world. That just isn't going to happen. That just is not going to. Nope. It's been tried. And it, it's, it's been as tried. It worked. And so insanity ensues. Why? The same thing, expecting a different result, never happening. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Let's try something different. Let's have these conversations that really... You know, I remember once sitting at my sister's house and I was saying, and they were flabbergasted. They said, I said to them, um, you know, Republicans and Democrats all want the same thing. Pretty much. And they were like, you got to be kidding me. I know, I know. know. They wanted to argue that, but they all want the same thing. Basically, when you look at the basic needs of humanity, you know, we all want security uh, from failure, which, you know, I mean, you can try to avoid, but you're going to fail somewhere in life. You want to feel safe. You want to have an education. You want to have access to food. You want to have housing. You know, everybody wants the same thing. Because they're all humans. And we all want (laughs) all of us to get along. We all want all of us to be able to, to 
be cohesive. Uh, <clears throat> yet, you know, and so, but we can't leave it up to the politicians who say, I'm going to create unity because they're not. It's up to us to do it. It's really up to us as, as individual human beings. We can't really leave or, yeah, leave our responsibility in their hands. Mm. Anyway. Well I, said. <laughs> well, I, I've preached, I've preached, and, and that was not my intention to preach. <laughs> well, you said some good things. I think people can walk away. I mean, one of the main reasons I listen to podcasts, and I hope other people listen podcast is that you know you get some food for thought you get something to think about you learn something you understand something um you get turned on to something and so i think that's worth listening uh to um and we're coming to you live and direct uh with love and um if i, I would say i'm gonna i'm gonna as we i think we're about to come to a close any any last parting words? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, um, well, just yeah. I apologize if I came across as a preacher. That wasn't. I don't, I don't think you have to apologize. Okay. I think it was great. Right. I mean, me personally, I, I, that's me. <laughs> um, um, but but if any of you lucky listeners think that he came across preaching, he apologizes. <laughs> I just want to leave. I, I want to say one. I want to say one parting word. Words. Um, I want to leave you all with the thought of being fearless and choosing love. Oh right. Love that. Yeah, being fearless. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say. So, you know. So, okay, Chris. So, what does being fearless look like when choosing love? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'll step up to the plate. Uh, I think that it, 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 let me, let me step back and think about that. So, the, the, the question is, what does fearless look like in choosing love? Yeah. <clears throat> I think being open. I think, um. Being vulnerable, I think a lot of what we just mentioned, surrendering, um, um, being patient um, with uh, yourself and those around you, especially with yourself first. I think love emanates from, you have to, it has to start inside of you first um, uh, before you can spread it, um, uh, you know, purely. Um, and so you, it's not, you know, it's not that, uh, that, one isn't afraid of, uh, like I personally um, aren't crazy about snakes, but so it's not necessarily the the fear of like, or you know, I I, I pray every time I'm on a plane. Um, so it's not that you don't have any kind of uh, fear, but that you are in the face of fear, you are choosing to subscribe to a way of lovingness in the face of fear, you know, and, and saying, hey. Um, instead of, um, you know, uh, instead of looking at, looking at this as a negative, uh, uh, there's something to learn here. Even in, in my most vulnerable and, and pressing time, I mean, oftentimes, you know, I've been sick and it's at those times that I'm, I'm most um, understanding of love and, and, and want to, you know, just get really in tune with myself. Um, and so it's not that I, I have no fear at all but i in the face of fear i am making the decision to choose love all right that's beautiful man i appreciate that um and i i would like to say in in light of that uh when faced with your political opposite your social opposite your whatever opposite you mm -hmm. know it's mm -hmm. like yeah you're going to be afraid of being whatever dominated made wrong whatever and you can choose a way that allows you to just cut through all of that 
and be with that person. Uh, and that's pretty much. That's sweet, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. When I, when I hear <laughs> talk like that from you or anyone else or myself, like, I can't help but think of, like, you know, pancakes on a Sunday. <laughs> you know, strolling down the park. <laughs> swimming on the beach, you know. I mean, you know, in the, in the water, in the ocean. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. Like, why don't you want... Right. Why don't you want goodness yeah. and happiness oh to enjoy the things that right. the opportunities that the, the planet and and uh, that were so graciously um, um, given on a day to day basis that we can't take for granted? Why would you not? Why would you not want to do that instead of causing harm to somebody or yourself? Like, right. yeah. you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it just it just makes you feel better for it. <laughs> anyway, it, yeah. So, so I want to I want to close out with these words from the famous Don King. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> Not Don King. Um, who's yeah. the guy that did Soul Train? Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius. That's it. There oh, we my go. My bad. My bad. Don both, Cornelius. They both had big hair. Yeah, yeah. They both had big <laughs> hair. So, peace, love, and soul. Love it. <laughs>